0: Welcome back to digging in the dome. I'm one half of the stupidity. Chris, that other idiot over there is Kevin. He's a father apparently, although sure. Right now he's feeling like he wants to, I think jump off of a building. Cause he's very tired. Um, <laughs> uh, you're out of 10 do not recommend <laughs> uh, yeah. so uh we can we continue our string of wonderful guests with yet another accomplished hilarious stand-up comedian she made her debut on season seven of nbc's last comic standing was a featured performer on just for laughs new faces and won the first ever people's choice award at the new york comedy festival in 2013 she was on the late show with david letterman and was featured on season two of the degenerates on netflix which you may have seen recently it was right before covid in the world so was that stand-up set the reason for covid i don't know anything's possible maybe we'll get to the bottom of that mystery today uh her album baby skeletons is available anywhere you get your audio content and most importantly right in our backyard she's headlining soldiers comedy club on saturday january 29th please welcome to the show the very funny adrian appellucci adrian welcome hey, to how, you? Are you? Oh, hey. how are you oh wonderful Thanks yeah. for joining us. Yeah, sorry for the very the you know going to stop having such accomplished guests takes up half the interview when we like running through their credits. Jesus, no, no heard about those credits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to uh, say, uh, I'm I'm kind of bummed that you're here because I was. I was delighting in the number of times that you blew, blew Chris off. So <sighs> it was making me really happy. I was hoping you would continue with a string of increasingly ridiculous reasons why you couldn't yes. make the podcast and be like, Oh, my dog yeah. died. Oh, my dog's just... uncle died.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said my stepfather died, which happened. There's just a lot of drama going on. Drama. Yeah, I'm
1: sorry to hear that. Yeah. Sorry. But yes. it was making, it was making me very happy that, Chris was getting repeatedly blown off. So
2: well, uh, sorry like that you're here. Off to do anything good.
1: <laughs> yes. I, I have unicycle training. Sorry.
0: I have uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> clown college. Oh, great. I did not uh, even
2: said that. Every time I just said nothing, which I think is just a way to be like, Hey, it's not a good time.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's so like, I think that I did a good job and said, all right, she's not ready yet. I'm going to wait, but wait. wait, I really wanted to have you on because you're very funny. And, uh, uh, we saw you, um, uh most recently with uh Sarah Tolomash at Soul Joels, the last time I think that you were there. Yeah, it was a while ago. It was a while back. One of
2: the first shows that I did coming out of the pandemic. Well, where I did like 30 minutes, because I didn't start doing stand-up again until like April.
0: Yeah. So like what was that like? So you know, you and we asked this pretty much to every like performer because you know, especially when that's your entire life, your entire gig is 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 centered around comedy. Um, and, and really being on the road and being a road comic and, and doing that for a living, what did you do? Like when, when COVID was going on, like, how did you keep yourself busy? How did you keep yourself going?
2: Um, I did, I mean, a couple of like zoom shows, most of them are terrible,
0: um, pretty consistently what we heard. They're bad.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Aaron actually, Aaron Berg did one where it was really fun. I did like a new, new joke show where there's like, no, you know, there's no like real, like no one cares because it's all new jokes and they know that. So there's no pressure to like kill. So that was kind of fun. Um, I just went through different stages of what I did. Like one stage was like, you know, just getting everything that I thought we were going to die. <laughs> um,
0: right, right, right.
2: Like, you know, gloves and masks and stuff. And then I redid my apartment. That was another thing. And then I got focused on uh, like, you know, just like, I don't know. Beauty stuff. So like, I just went through different. F- I had a sneaker phase. I just went through different oh, phases. Sneaker
0: phase. Like, like just like, like just. I really do think that like this is like if we're really trying to get to the root of uh, of of why COVID happened, I think it's Jeff Bezos' fault. I think he just wanted to like he gets getting divorced. He's he's getting half his stuff taken. He's like, you know what? I know what I need to do. I need to sh- I need to lock people away for a long period of time. That way they have no choice but just to shop on Amazon. I mean, Amazon. <laughs> I bought
2: my amazon stuff and then i also did this stuff where you ordered a lot of stuff and then returned it all so that was another phase yeah <laughs> there's just a, a lot. lot of phases during the pandemic
0: you want to get like really like get anxiety go back and look at your i just did this recently because uh, my mother-in-law when she was here for christmas uh broke the carafe in my, my coffee maker. And uh, like, so I'm like looking frantically to find out, like, you know, all the information about the coffee maker. So I could buy a replacement carafe, which apparently is on backward because all mother-in-laws break that carafe. I think it's like a, a common theme. Uh, but like, I went back and just saw the list of things that I bought during COVID. I was like, Jesus
1: Christ. I don't do it. <laughs> Look at your orders. Was funny. No. Ooh, it was a lot. Um, There's so a yeah. reason Jeff Bezos has a friggin' spaceship. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, your
0: Amazon orders. Yes. Well, yes, definitely. We were definitely helping. Him. I don't care. W- would you say he what?
2: I said I'm happy for him.
0: Yeah. Good. Good for Jeff. Him,
1: you live guy. Whatever.
2: I, I figured that out to become, what is he, a billionaire or a trillionaire? Good for him.
1: Yeah. I'm okay. He started at Amazon in his garage, right? So, yeah. that's
0: a great story, and it didn't. And it was like a, it wasn't like a book service for for a period of time, and then, then it became the shopping juggernaut that it is today. I think it started with books, but uh, yeah, pretty cool, man. That's that's awesome. Good for Jeff. Let him go to space. Fuck it.
2: The um, more we get into space, the less people they will be here. I don't know why people are upset about it. Keep telling yeah. all the
1: people out. Go right ahead. I, I was trying. I tried. Oh, that's right. You did. He tried to go to space. I, I literally applied to like go to space. Like i did the interview with input magazine. Like I was, go to I space was what just like Pete like, it was like this, it was this uh, Japanese billionaire was going into space and he was taking seven people with him that were just random Joe Schmoes. Oh. Um, and he was, they basically had like a whole interview process. And, um, uh, Mark Yarm from input magazine reached out to me and, wanted to talk to me about applying to do this thing. I didn't get chosen. Uh Um, So unfortunately I had a baby instead. So you can tell that I'm very bad at, at making life choices, yeah. Otherwise, or, 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 I'd be an yeah. astronaut.
2: Did they not pick you because you have a baby? <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, that, that was how Kevin <laughs> was trying to escape the babies. Like, take me as far off this planet as possible. Then
1: I will shift my responsibility. You pick me because I have baby skeletons. <laughs> 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 I see what you did there. Well done.
2: <laughs> so wait, did they say you're out, or you just couldn't do it?
1: There was there? like fifty thousand people that applied, so I was not interesting enough, I guess, as a. Podcaster slash musician slash corporate stooge. So I'll co, co- send um, that. I'll co send that. <laughs> <it. laughs> so I guess I did I didn't make it past the second uh the second phase of uh the process. Yeah. Um but yeah. I did try. I tried. I tried I absolutely tried to go to space. Did it end up happening? Oh yeah, he that guy is actually there now, I believe. Uh I can't remember what his name is, but he like keeps posting things on Twitter. Like playing ping pong in space, like shit like that. That um, seems
2: like a nightmare.
1: Yeah. No,
0: I, like you're going to go uh, to like on a weird uh, Japanese billionaire's rocket. Like uh, that's like a recipe for you getting, you know, sold into sex slavery and on on Zeepsorp, some other planet. That'd be great. Um, is Kevin, Kevin, um, is in a different dimension.
1: <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> have, have you tried parenting? I, I have two kids, so yes. <laughs> I am fine with the space. Yeah, the space yeah, is... Uh, uh, space uh, rape is just fine with me, thank you. Space rape.
2: <laughs> <laughs> everything that you want to do is going to get shot down by that guy. You got to do whatever yeah. he wants to do. That's Ex- annoying.
0: That's yeah. exactly right. He's like, i worship on my feet. Like, I don't want to do that. I'm paying for this trip. You, di- you didn't read the contract that you signed, sir. Yeah, you're in deep trouble.
2: I really for. I'm amazed that you'd want to do this.
1: I think it's like eight weeks or something like that it's like two months three months something like but that i can't believe you'd want to do that yeah. I, I mean That's scary I, Your life. i wanted to be an astronaut when i was a kid
2: was your life that you want to go away with some guy you don't know
1: in space yeah, yeah. Eight and weeks? six other strangers i know yeah you don't like who knows there's a sic- there's a sitcom in there somewhere i'm telling you oh, yeah. <laughs> or a reality television show Yes, you know uh, after yeah. after I go insane and murder everyone, yes. <laughs> like, Mr
0: Wong's wild Alex ride. Yeah, it's great. I don't think that's gonna. <laughs> we're really struggling for content if we we're putting that on the air.
2: <laughs> did you um? Did you like look into how you have to go to the bathroom and stuff? I think you have to like tie yourself to a toilet bowl.
1: Oh God! Yeah, I I did not get dig into the details. I went. It sucks here. Let me go somewhere else.
2: I get that. <laughs> <laughs> Would your girlfriend or wife be okay with you leaving for space?
1: With you maybe. um maybe after she got pregnant probably not probably. um but before yeah. that she was would have been like toodaloo yeah have fun <laughs> i'll be playing golf
0: bye-bye yeah, exactly <laughs> exact reaction to it um what did, you
2: guys, during the pandi- what did you guys do during the pandemic um we started we this podcast started, that was part yeah, of it
0: yeah we started this podcast that was one thing we did Were we um, you guys working or were you also shut down uh, I, I was still working. Like we, we actually, um, and I work in, like, we both work for corporate jobs, not when we're not doing this. So, uh, yeah, they, they just, we just kept on kept keeping on, like actually had like really good couple
1: of years of performance for my, for my company. So, I mean, it was, yeah, it was fine. A lot of companies found out that you could be successful without forcing people to get dressed up and go into a place far away from their house. Yeah. You, Give them, you give them a little bit of breathing room, and give them a little bit of levity, and 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 you well, know, technology, yeah, technology. and technology. Like they can be just as successful as put them in a suit and tie and sticking them in a in a small cubby hole uh, in in a building with a bunch of people they don't want to be around. Um, so we are like we both been working from home pretty much. Yeah. This I've, I've, and I was
0: traveling. I mean, you can attest to this. I was traveling everywhere. I was traveling all over the place. I was like two, two weeks of the year or, or of the month. I was on a plane going somewhere. And then all of a sudden my old ass company was like, Oh, technology, the future. And then we're now we're like, nobody Doing is going anywhere. Right? It's yeah. It's like, why do we, how much money do we burn on just sending people all over the place? It's crazy. And uh, we were much more productive. That. What was that? Nay, it's work from home. Yeah, great it's great. That? It's fantastic. I don't have to like, you know, I, I could just do everything. Everything oh, I need right here. Are you like that kind of person? Would you rather like given the chance, just be like, I'd rather just stay home and like be home and do stuff at home. Or do you like to travel since you have to, you're a traveling, a working comedian, you have to travel a lot.
2: Um, I don't know. I probably, I'm really a homebody, so I don't love traveling and, um, you know, also, with I guess the winter coming. We're just dealing with all those elements where almost every trip is like, hey, due to inclement weather, your flight might get canceled. So you're just yeah. like, okay, I guess I'm going to wait and see. Um, <laughs> I was with Ari in Cleveland last weekend, and there was like a snowstorm coming. Mm-hmm. And we uh, didn't want to get stuck. They said that our flight might get canceled. And it actually did start snowing. So that's why I was like, usually I'm like, okay, I'll just see what happens. Okay. So we ended up uh, driving to Detroit. It took us like four hours oh, to fly wow. out of there. And then our flight didn't even get canceled. Oh, so,
0: no. Uh, so, all that for nothing. Although, if you would have gone to the
2: airport, I, I assume delayed. But so, we actually, Detroit has a um, hotel in the airport. It's insane. From mm-hmm. my window, I could see the security line.
0: That was yeah. pretty cool. That's, I think that they have the same kind of thing in Chicago. There's like, uh, the, 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 the big airport in Chicago, like it's connected right to the, we used to have meetings Mm -hmm. there and the hotel was right downstairs. It was awesome. So convenient. You just grabbed your stuff and went. Yeah. Getting the airport's
1: kind of the bitch. Um, so I did have, I can imagine like like, how, how bad has it been like traveling? Like we see the news and stuff like that. And you know, they, they, they say that air travel is like a complete nightmare and flights are constantly getting canceled. Has it been as bad as they, portray it to be as for someone that's currently in a hotel in Oklahoma.
2: Well, I mean, last night my flight was like delayed 50 minutes, but it took off. Um, also when you get to Oklahoma city, like everything's like closed. So you, last time I was here, I wow. had a hard time getting like an Uber or a Lyft. And then last night, um, I had an easier time, but it was like really windy here. Um, and my Lyft driver shows up and he just told me about all his friends that died from COVID. Oh, great. I was like, hey, he's not wearing a mask either. I'm like, hey, are you vaccinated? He's like, no. I'm like, okay. He was just like a wigger guy. But it was just funny to me that he just like has a bunch of like he had a bunch of screens and they were like almost like old school hip hop videos playing. Oh, my God. And uh, the back of his car, he had one of those like, I mean, a boom box that like, I probably haven't seen since I was like 16 or 17. No one has them in their cars anymore. Yeah. If they had that. That's just what I put my luggage on.
0: Oh Jesus. my God. Yeah. Well, he's yeah.
2: Like, he told me he has three cars. He's got two payments to sell off his house. It
0: must be cheap as shit to live here. Oh, Oklahoma um, city. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> probably. Yeah. I mean like comparative you live in, uh, what do you live in the Bronx? Yeah. Yeah. That's comparatively, you know, Square footage that you can get for what you're probably paying for your apartment in, in the Bronx. You probably have like a couple of acres, several houses, and three cars, just like this guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, he has three cars. He said his. I mean, he's telling me his whole life story. He's like, my wife wants to get another car, and I was like, dude, just drive. Stop talking to me and contaminating the air.
0: Don't you? Do, don't you do the thing where you just like stick headphones in and be like. You know, or try to pretend like you're sleeping. I
2: he do that, but he was real chatty. Oh uh, yeah. You know, I mean, like he he got lost too coming to get me. Oh,
0: lifter
2: <laughs> 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 ever uh, this guy's Oklahoma City, it's like every like everything in the airport's closed. It's almost like you're the last flight,
0: and if you don't get out of there, you're stuck there. Oh, that's terrible. Oh my God. That sounds like a nightmare. And it's, it's, it doesn't sound like, so which, uh, which club are you playing out there? Uh, Bricktown comedy club. Is that your first time playing there? Or have you been there before?
2: No, I opened for Ari here about two months ago. And then yeah. I'm just going back to headline, but it's a cool club. The guy that runs it has a bunch of clubs, like one in Spokane, um, one in Appleton. He has a couple of
0: them, but they're fun. Does that seem like to be like the kind of the, the the deal with a lot of those comedy clubs? Is that like I always hear, um, like the comp, like the, the, there's different, like like franchise clubs almost. There's, it seems like there's a lot of or sure. clubs that there's a lot of like, um, is, is Helium in more than places? Like, I know they're in Philly, but I think I feel like there's I more think than one Helium Helium
2: place. has a couple of different places. I've never performed at Helium's, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but I think they have a bunch. I think Punchline might have a couple, Punchline.
0: yeah. The, like the improv, um, is the improv got like several. Places like kind of everywhere, or is that there's
2: a bunch of improvs, but I don't think they're all owned by the same people. Oh, so interesting. It's a couple of people own some, and a couple of people own the others,
0: right? Um, I'm not I do, but you prefer, would you say like you prefer like doing New York stand up? Like, is that because that's like your your home crowd, like they get you, and not that other people don't, I do?
2: Like I do like performing in New York City, um, just because I do feel like it's somewhat like mind people, mm-hmm. um. There's a lot of tourists, too, especially if you're down in the village doing, like, the cellar and the underground. There's a lot of tourists, too, so it is interesting to see what works and doesn't work. Although with COVID coming back and everyone getting it again, I think the numbers have been a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I'll see
0: you next week when I'm out there because I, I didn't have any spots last week. Yeah, it seems like there... It seems like it's kind of boomeranging back, but like, the, who knows what the fuck's going on? They're like, oh well, you know, everyone's g- getting Omicron, and now nobody's. Then it's going to be gone. It's, but then it's like, oh, maybe not. That'd then be then great. The, yeah, but then the next I, Greek alphabet letter is going to come out. Get it. You wish you could I what, just get the Get it over with. And I want to
2: get it in the beginning of February so that I could just not worry about every time I travel. Like, if I get sick here, then I'm just stuck here.
0: Oh yeah. So
2: in the beginning. I don't really have any travel stuff. So I'm like, I'm going to try and get it. I don't know what I'm going to have to do, but I'm going to try and just get it. me. I'll join the gym again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Start your motivation for working yeah. out is to get COVID. Yeah. Rubbing up against
2: people. Get, it and get, get it over with. Cause it's like, every time I go away I'm like, I can't get sick. I, you know, I don't want to be
0: stuck somewhere. That's the scary thing about international travel too. Like I, I, like a bunch of my friends are like, I'm going to Mexico. I'm like, what are you going to do if like you get COVID you guys to stay there for like you get quarantined for like two weeks. I mean, I guess it could be worse. You're like probably at a resort somewhere, but I think they only give you like a three day window that, that right, you can get so, like extended. Then what?
2: Then I guess you're paying for 14 days of a hotel.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Or whatever 11 days.
1: You're yeah. just don't tell anyone that you have COVID and you get on a fucking plane. Like
2: but don't yeah. they check?
1: I think they do. The I, I mean, not test. ever. I mean, they they check you? They check your temperature. I mean, are are, are, are they checking like? I think like,
2: that when you go to other, because I'm supposed to go to Europe in February. That's why I want to get it in the beginning of February. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they do make you take a test.
1: So right. I know that tests for vaccination, right?
2: No, they make no, you take they a swab. Test you. you oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and
1: I've I've internationally in a long time, so. Yeah. I, don't know um, what the deal is. I
2: had a friend that I, I think he was like yeah. in and out of Canada, and when he went in, he didn't have it, and then when he left, he did have it, so he just used his test from when he went in to leave, and it's like, well, what else can you do? you got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, right.
1: Stay in Canada for the next who knows, like, you, know. get locked down because
2: lose your, lose your, you know, I don't know, that's mm. what I would, I mean most, I've heard other stories where people are like, I had it, and I just got back on a plane. It's been long enough now that if you didn't get a vaccine, that's on you. yeah,
0: Yep. yep. yep Okay.
2: No, and I understand some people have like, you know, compromised immune systems. It's like, yeah, that yeah. sucks. But I guess you shouldn't be leaving the house. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you got to take, I mean, look, everyone's got their own choice. You're going to roll the dice. It's up to you. It's your choice, of course, but then you're also taking the risk if if you get it, you know.
2: It sucks, but you're like in a situation where you're like, well, they're not going to pay for any of this. So if you don't have money, what are you supposed to do then? Get totally fucked. I mean, yeah, it just is what it is right now. I think it's like kind of wild, wild west
0: it is uh, it stinks so um we talked to um sarah a couple of times on the podcast we were uh, she was gracious enough to to join us and she talked about um you guys coming up with vag uh any plans to bring the podcast back you get the band back together at some point that was a very funny podcast I
2: think, I think our main problem like we had fun doing it and we loved it we just weren't making money off of it and we were doing mm-hmm. it for almost five years and it's like one of us needed to pop at some point. And if that happens, I think we would definitely go back to doing it. Cause it is, I mean, Sarah and me together just have great chemistry and the podcast was always so fun, but it's just like after a while, if you're not making any money doing it, you're like, well, we could just hang out, you know, and not tape it. Mm Um, that, I mean, she, for a while she was doing all of that, like downloading and stuff. I didn't even have a a computer that I could do that with for a while. Um, and then we hired somebody and then like whatever money we were making,
1: we were just paying him him to,
2: no, he, we were just paying him, I think, whatever we were making. So we were making no money.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Breaking even to do it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I think if we were making money, you know, like sometimes she'd be going away for a couple of weeks at a time. So we would be doing like 10 episodes a week. And it's just hard to do, not 10, but like maybe six. And it's just hard um, to do that much content in a week. You're like, I don't even know what else we could possibly
0: say to each other. Exactly. Yeah. I can imagine. But w- wasn't... <sighs> I, I can't remember exactly, but wasn't the premise of it, like how you guys started that? I want to say it had to do with two female cops. It was like, the, that's how you started. Oh, yeah. like, I, what
2: had was... that, I had that joke about two female cops and then me and her wrote a script about it. And then right. we just started doing a podcast too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you two came up
0: with like Vadge came from badge or something like that. I can't remember. She's something like that.
2: Yeah. It was supposed to be badge. And then I just thought it was vag, And I said that to her. (laughs) Um, So then we just did that. But I think too, if me and her were making like, you know, some of the money that some of these other comics are making, it would have been more like a job, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of just kind of hitting it in, like say we did every Tuesday or Wednesday, then I don't know. I just think we didn't, we weren't just making enough money to keep doing it.
1: I'll tell you one thing that I well, love. We don't make any money doing this, so we feel you on that. We're yeah. we're in it for the love of the game, I guess. Yes. <laughs> oh,
2: so doing it. Do either of you, did you have an interest in doing stand up?
1: Yeah. I mean, like it, it's something. Yeah, go ahead. It started because, so we were bored of shit during lockdown. So Chris wanted to do a podcast. He did one episode by himself and it sounded like a manifesto. So he asked me if I wanted to be his first guest. We were in a band together for like 16, 17 years. We were up and down the East coast, played CBGBs a bunch of times and, you know, like indie record deal, all that stuff. So we were like, Hey, let's get together. We'll talk about our crazy music shit. And we've known each other since second grade and we're both 45 now. So we got plenty of stories to tell just about the, just the two of us being friends and busting each other's balls and stuff like that. And that's kind of how the podcast started. And then we started getting people on and started getting followers and so on and so forth. But I mean, we haven't made any money doing it and who knows if we ever will, but just do it because it's fun and it's great to break up like our corporate lives, you know what I mean? Which are boring as shit. Um, So having fun doing this type of stuff and talking to cool people such as yourself. I mean, it's, it's cool to just hang out with my friend and, and talk shit um, which a lot of comedians do with their podcasts anyway. Um, right. so I figure like why the fuck can't we do it if we're you know, if we have a have a platform and we have interesting shit to talk about, let's just do it. Yeah, even if like frankly nobody listened, it wouldn't really matter. Like, but we we have been blessed, like people
0: have actually been interested in coming on the podcast and and, and people That's are awesome. listening to it. So which is yeah, yeah, like it's not like anything you expect. And we I guess you keep your expectations kind of low. It doesn't really matter one way or the other but it's always cool when like people start to dig it um i i always i was i did broadcasting when i was in college and i missed it um it's kind of what spurred me to do it but to answer your question like i i definitely want to to get on the stage i'm actually frankly honestly terrified to do it the first time because i know i'm going to eat shit immediately because that's just that's what's going to happen i'm going to go on. What's
2: that? Yeah, a lot of people don't eat shit the first time. Like I didn't eat shit the first time. And then I did for like the next 10 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the first time, If you do okay, you'll keep doing it. Even if yeah. like the next 10 times are terrible. Yeah,
1: I yeah. try to tell him, I'm like, I-, I have no interest in doing it. I mean, I do it like an open mic or something. Like if we had to do a live podcast, I would totally do something like that. Yeah, for sure. But we've eaten shit more times on stage musically than mm-hmm. I can count. And I always tell them like you, you not can't be any worse than some of the dog shit gigs that we played, like, like a outdoor. Uh, wakeboarding contest oh, the one in Maryland. In oh, it was in Ver- where it, it was rained Virginia. and we almost oh. got electrocuted. Like shit, oh, like that. That's that <laughs> like, very bad.
0: You know, or the but, or the, uh, the, the German uh, restaurant we played at L- Ludwig's Garden in
1: in yeah, Philadelphia. You bombing, <laughs> you bombing at an open mic at Soul Joel's is not going to yeah, yeah. for you. That's you true. will be fine. I'll do it. I'm going to do it. I will do it. Please,
2: I promise. stage. I did I'm a gonna, show one time that was in a a church that was no longer a church. And it was such a, I mean, the church itself was beautiful, but it was like kind of a memorial for a guy who died on, uh, on one of those, like, one of those little boats. It's not a boat, but it's like. A kayak? I guess it's kind of like a a jet ski or something. Oh,
0: like a wave runner or something like that? Like one of those.
2: That's what I think. Yeah. He died on one of those. And it was like, it was a beautiful church. And they had like a bunch of people there and everyone was like eating, like kind of expensive little dishes and stuff and then the sister went up and just made it so sad about her brother dying and then we all had to do stand-up after and it was so oh my horrible. god
0: what? don't you usually the room? That,
2: it reminded me of that like i forgot <laughs> about it. i think we got paid like a hundred bucks each it was during the day it was so bad
0: is that the worst that i ever had
2: I don't know. I did another gig uh, at a VFW in Connecticut. Um, and it was weird because I've, I've never been to that part of Connecticut, and I just didn't assume that there were, like, rednecks there. But it's, like, tire shop after, like, gunshot. It was oh, just yeah. bizarre. And I thought to this place, and I just, like – I was supposed to do 45 minutes, I think, and I just, like, started bombing right away. Oh. Um, and then I had – and, and then I guess I got – the light, I got out of there. And then the guy tried to pay me less money. And I'm like, hey man, you know my comedy and you can't. I think I let him pay me like a hundred bucks less to give because then they made the other guy that was doing better before me go back up. Oh. I was like, all right, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna leave. <laughs> oh,
0: that's rough. You're like, oh man, like you moved did it, move over. <laughs> yeah, I gotta cleanse the palate.
2: I, I also turned them off by saying, oh, I know what it was. So it was all Hispanic comics and me on the lineup, and the audience was pretty rednecking. I said all the people on this uh I said something like everyone on the show is uh who you guys are trying to take their rights away and I thought that was funny. <laughs> that is they funny. Did not. I know, but they did not think it was funny. Oh. And I just started bombing.
0: Oh uh, maybe because it was hit too close to home. They really were trying to take their rights away. They're like, oh but she's fi- she's figured this out you know, oh, they no. didn't think
2: it was funny and I did and I was like oh I misjudged this crowd big oh, time.
1: Me. What, I've had a I've had a lot of sh eggs. A lot of people have though. What do you think of? Because we talked about Jules a couple of times, and Jules kind of became this like mini comedy mecca for during yeah. the pandemic, and we live literally five minutes from there. Um, you know, did did what were your thoughts on like playing there? Because it's a weird. It was just to have like an outside beach club next to train tracks in the middle of nowhere Pennsylvania like it's a weird it was a weird spot but people seem to dig spot.
2: it I mean a lot of the shows that I was doing when they were outdoors like I remember doing this one show that was on the top of a first of all it looked like um the wire like this oh area. no oh <laughs> god you, yeah. Brooklyn where I was like I'm from the Bronx and the Bronx is pretty shitty but this is like the worst area. Ooh. So then you're going on to this building and you're just doing a rooftop show, and there's literally trains passing as you're on stage. And oh. then at one point, I was doing a show up there, and anytime I did shows there, they were fun. Um, but one time I was doing a show and I was doing pretty well, and I lost most of the audience, and they were all just taking a picture of a sunset. So, like, oh, that's no. just the stuff you do with an outside show. So the fact that there was a train station kind of by Soul Jules didn't really matter. Like I was performing like right in front of a train station.
0: Yeah. It's That's always fun. The the old train track shows. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, great. I just stepped on my 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 uh my tag. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. The guy hobo, hobo
1: with a, with a stick and a rag with <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: walking by.
2: <laughs> yeah, those shows were interesting. Um I did another show in Midtown and it was just like cop cars all the time. You're like, this is awful. Because they're outside, so you're just,
0: like, yeah. in that was it uh, I can't remember who was talking to us about doing um, drive-in shows or something like that. They were talking about, like, it was, dry, like, the drive-in movie theaters. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I and got like, to ask you one, and it just, like, didn't happen. But, yeah, they did a – didn't Colin Quinn do, like, a special about it?
0: Yeah, he did HBO. on HBO. Yeah. It's just weird for, like, people instead of, like, clapping honking. Like, like I like, – yeah. yeah, it's like – are you happy with me? Are you, are you angry with me? It was, it depends. Like if it's like, like a popcorn, tr- like what the fuck is happening? I don't know. Do you b- <laughs> accidentally bump your elbow into it? That's, yeah. it's I tough.
2: mean, I guess comics are, are just kind of like, uh, take a lot of risks and stuff on shows or you're like, let's see how this pans out. I'm surprised, uh, they want to do a special about it though. I guess somebody wants to be the first person to capture comedy like that, but
0: yeah, it is interesting. It's a different vantage point. You wouldn't have, like, if you would have told somebody three or four years ago, hey, uh, you know, people will be doing comedy over Zoom and in drive-ins, I think they'd be like, no, they're not. There's no way that's happening. Yeah, yeah or, or, I,
2: people need to make money, so they figured right. out a way. And Soul Drills was is actually pretty cool. I think the tent helped it a lot to keep it kind of, like, condensed and not so much of outside noise. Um, I liked it. I had fun when I was there.
1: First time we went there, we saw Big J and uh Luis J. Gomez. Was that the and fight? It was, no, it was No, that, that was it was a time after that. It was okay. the time after the fight. But they talked about that. But it just so happened to be like 40 degrees out. Oh, and this so was cold. before they had the dome over it. So people were like in front of like like kerosene heaters and like propane heaters. Luis J. Gomez had to like take a hooded sweatshirt from, oh, yeah, from the, uh, one from of the, the bouncers like it was it was a it was fucking weird i'm like i can't believe that this is what the world has come to at this point i'm like you're basically playing in pennsylvania's largest ashtray i'm like what the fuck it's is
2: that i guess without that big um tent, it must be freezing there
0: it was oh, yeah it was a, it's an open ice cold field. that night it's an open field so it's like there's nothing blocking there's no buildings out right. there you don't the building this like way off into the other, into the into the other to the left. So it's it's yeah. The, and I, but the, before, before the dome, they had
1: like pop up canopies, you know, like those. Oh, that's like right. Do yeah. you can see it, like football tailgates? That was pretty much it. Yeah,
0: but it was great. And I, I know that he's um, he hasn't said. I don't think he said where he's moving his. He's doing the dome again. I think he's going to do like the dome somewhere where? else now. I don't know. He hasn't said. He's like keeping it a mystery. But it's some somewhere. I'm guessing somewhere around here because he went to he moved. Like ten miles down the road to the Westover Golf Club, which I'm guessing is where you're playing, um, and that's where like they're doing their shows right now, and that's like the interim place before he goes to wherever his final destination is going to be. But um,
2: so is he going to have the indoor place and outdoors?
0: He's just going to do outdoors again? I don't know because like I, I don't think his intention was to have the outdoor space originally. Because I talked to Dan. The guy who's like uh, the, like kind of like the, he's like the MC a lot of time the host. And he said Mm -hmm. that the inside, like the building that that I was just talking about, that's like kind of to the left, if you're facing the stage, was where they rented space. But then COVID hit.
2: Doesn't, don't they have like a big theater in there? Cause I went to Mm -hmm. pee inside there and I remember seeing like a theater.
0: Yeah. I I think that when COVID hit though, because it was so enclosed, they weren't going to be able to do any shows in there. So they decided like ingenious move to put a big, you know, a, put a stage outside and then eventually put a dome on it and people really liked it. So I think that he's like, you know what, this is like a thing that people, people were digging. So I think he's going to probably, um, it looked like based on the po- pictures on Instagram, he's going to do it somewhere else. I don't that didn't seem out. like a perfect location for it though. Mm-hmm. I mean, minus the train, <laughs> but yeah.
1: It's a,
2: didn't train that
0: much. Yeah,
2: like it's, at a, a
1: go- it's at a golf course now, which We've had now two comedians tell oh, us that's that right. golf courses are the worst gigs imaginable. Yeah. Um, b- both uh, Jiggy um, and uh, I guess Casey, it was Casey Jost. Yeah, Casey so it's Jost, Like yeah. playing golf courses, like these like drunk dudes getting prime rib buffet, and you're trying yeah. to tell jokes. Like that's not. I could see fun. that not being fun. It's a recipe <laughs> for disaster.
2: I did another show that I didn't realize was on a farm until like two days before I was supposed to do it. Oh no. Yeah. It was, I guess it was last summer. Mm-hmm. It was outside and it was like in a
0: daisy field. Like actually so, it was what, a daisy. field? was like a giant know,
2: daisy. It was, it was a giant daisy field. I don't know oh, how wow. people money. Like you had to be driven from the parking lot to the farm.
0: Oh no wow.
2: Yeah. It was so hot. There was no like dome or anything, no tents. Um, and the crowd was so far away that you couldn't really even talk to them. It was a nightmare of a show.
1: Was that everybody wearing white dresses. Was this like mid no, summer? It
0: was, <laughs> I had
2: no idea what I was even like in for until I got there. And I was like, Oh man, I should have like, he, when this guy booked me for the show, he never told me that it was going to be outside on a farm.
0: Yeah, probably because he knew that you would say, No, I'm not no. doing that.
2: <laughs> it was terrible. Um, and then he just threw me under the bus. And I was like, dude, you know what kind of comedy I do? You're booking me on a farm. Like yes. there's not even people I could talk to. They're they're so far away. I was like, whatever, man, you shouldn't throw comics under the bus. But I was like, I'm definitely not working with that guy again.
1: Yeah. I, don't I haven't worked you. on my farm material. Exactly. I
2: mean, I just didn't know how they made any money. All they're selling is daisies. How much could they possibly be? Yeah, I know. It's it terrible. It has to be like another, like, and it was also off the highway, too. There has to be some type of uh, drug deal. Yeah. yeah. They're oh, definitely yeah. This is making money off of daisies.
0: Do you see a dude walking around with an apron and no pants? Because that would be a clear indicator that meth is being made in
2: that, that area. Maybe. They're definitely doing something out there because I think they're selling daisies for a dollar.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's not Daisy's. That's Daisy's. That's <laughs>
2: yeah. I was like, this is such a weird gig. And it was pretty far.
1: That's crazy. When we saw you at when we saw you at Soul Joels with Sarah, um, you did a bit where you oh. were basically just reading Tinder oh, responses. Yeah. I and it was fucking funny as shit. It was the funniest. Did you go into did you go into that like consciously, like, okay, I'm gonna fuck with these people and make a bit out of it, or did it start like you were actually trying to like date these guys on Tinder and they were um, just total fucking nightmares and you're like, I'm gonna read these because these are funny as shit.
2: I think I had I was like doing shows in Vegas and one night I just had like such a shitty set and then I just started fucking with people and it made me like laugh. So I just started doing it. And I was like, Oh, these are kind of fun. I should post them because people don't realize how awful it is. Just dating on those sites. Like I have a friend now that's dating on there. It's just like, it's the worst people. Um, I know people find love on there, but I'm just like, it has to be such a small number.
0: No, I, uh, well, first of all, I have to commend you because um, okay, stupid as your, your Instagram name is very funny <laughs> instead of okay. Cupid. Uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, it, it's interesting. Cause like, I've been in a a relationship for a very long time. And uh, some of the guys that I go to the gym with were telling me that they're like on these sites that they are like recently divorced. So they're not like used to the aggressiveness and like that, like one dude, he he had gone out with this girl like twice and she asked him to make a mold of his dick that she could take with him, like put it into plaster or something like that. And I was like, I, I, I don't know, maybe she keep collects like a, maybe she's like a big game hunter. She's got them on the wall. Like, like a trophy case i have no idea so bizarre it's <laughs> so strange but like that's the kind of weird shit that you run into in these on these sites you know it's it's a weird um alternative to just asking for a dick pic yeah i think they want to have like a actual yes keepsake dick look at my conquest it's like what you have in your mantle look look at all the men that i've had <laughs> Do you know the names of them
2: i mean i guess it is it's like that on the other side too cuz most of the guys are just like disgusting right off the bat yeah. I remember one time I was talking to a black dude and this was the funniest one ever to me. He asked me, um, I guess to like meet up and I was like, I have to work. And he asked me what I did. And I was like, Oh, I volunteer at the KKK <laughs> and He didn't even answer anything to that. He was just like, how about Sunday? So that's a dude that just doesn't care. I mean like, and that's how a lot of those people are. They're, they're just guys don't give a fuck. They just, just run, run the dice.
0: Fuck.
2: Yeah. They don't care. They're just, <laughs> And they're just ignoring all of the red flags.
1: I got, I got like, I got into like when match.com first started like that, like, like eight years ago, I started, I was in a relationship for like six years. We broke up and then I started online dating. My first date was a girl who was a contestant who previously had been a contestant on rock of love. The, uh, the lead singer (laughs) of, of poison Brett Michaels reality show. So already red flags, right? So I take this girl to like really nice, like sushi, uh, dinner, She's wearing like leggings, like, just, like just basically like wearing like yoga pants. And I was like dressed nicely. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I was going on like a date. I was like trying to be a gentleman, whatever. And this girl had whore tattooed on the inside of her bottom lip. Oh, um, and, and she also uh, proceeded to tell me that she didn't think blacks and whites should date and had a, and had a square tattooed on the inside of her. Uh, finger. She had a bunch of tattoos. And I was like, Oh, what's that one? And it was like a square on the inside of her knuckle. And then she would go like this and it would look like a Hitler mustache. And I'm like, well, this has been my foray. Like,
2: Hey, this is not working out. Let's just leave. I think it'd be better off if you could just do that now. Yeah. yeah there, there, there should be like, be no like a... going anywhere. Let's just leave. Remember one time this guy showed up, um, because I did meet some of those guys before I was doing the trolling stuff, and one guy just showed up and he was like kind of dragging his foot, and I was like, "That's something you should definitely tell me about."
0: Well, like, like yeah, well, like, like a like club a, foot. Like, yeah, he was. I
2: don't know if it was a club foot. He was just dragging one of his legs kind of behind him, and I was, was like, "Was he a that pimp? Is- it was
0: like a pimp walk? It's like, hey, baby, what's up?" No. Definitely not. <laughs>
1: Definitely.
2: Not a pimp, but I do think if you have a leg that you're dragging, I guess he's probably told people about it, and they've been like, "I'm out." So now he just started just being like, "I'm just gonna do it in person." But It was weird. He had a leg he was just dragging.
1: Yeah, he's like, "Sorry about this." He just throws it over his shoulder. I mean, he, didn't
2: uh, he just did it. He just kind of let me walk in front of him.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, like I'll be, there. I'll be right there. You're like, oh god, <laughs> so then you can just drive away. Just run! Yeah. He ain't catching you. Actually, yeah, catching
2: up. I remember, like, because I was like at the cellar a lot of it, i would just do a lot of my dates like around the cellar um i remember that guy with the dragging leg like, i was just like i think we got tea or something and i i was like hey i'm gonna leave i'm really tired i was just like i can't even fake it anymore where you're like yeah. you know the date you went on with that girl i think if you had done it after you had been dating for a while you probably just been like hey this is not
1: gonna work yeah. out yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, is this what it's always going to be like with this? No, online shit? Like, like <laughs> it's wild. wild. We were clearly not hitting it off. Like, but she was like trying, she's like, you want to get out of here and like, like go back to your place. And I'm like, like I don't want you to see where I live. Fuck I no. want to get out of here. I, I, I want to leave.
0: It'd be great to like, if, no. if, if it was like um, Yelp, you know, where, or, or like, you know, one of those sites where you could give feedback, like, yeah, you know, uh, and then, there would then be no good feedback. Yeah, I know. It'd be like, yeah, you, you, you were a scumbag or, you know, I, I think I could maybe have gotten over the whore under your lip, but the the Hitler mustache on your knuckle that I just can't get
1: past. Did <laughs> Brett, it, Brett it, Michaels it? autograph tattooed on like her side, like the side rib tattoo thing. Like she, she did. It uh, was like, she had that autograph tattooed on her body. Oh, yeah. Wow.
2: You yeah. seem like a hot mess that would that must have been fun though to enjoy how like
1: awful it was oh yeah and i mean until i got like the you know 150 fifty dollar dinner bill <laughs> and my my yeah, buddy know, the next like, day was what? like what the fuck what's are you doing, doing dude don't take these chicks out like this what's wrong with you <laughs> it's like go you get didn't know. Lunch. in fairness you didn't know you were trying to get drinks i'm like i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this shit didn't yeah. exist the last time you and like, that girl hook up no fuck no Oh, and I picked her up at her mom's house too, which I mean, just it was all bad. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All the, all, burned, all the, I'm like, I'm burning this back to the fucking ground. Well,
0: I, it was match.com. So they thought that girl was a good fit for you, which is
1: yeah. <laughs> like, what the what fuck? What she wrote on her profile though. Oh, it's like, I, yeah, I love dogs. I love music. Yeah. You
2: know, but she also does love dogs and Hitler mustaches. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: she, I didn't know she was training her dogs to stick them on black people. Like I, she didn't, she didn't say that
2: <laughs> what <a> crazy person.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's wild, man. So, I just, chose I just thought idea. that that's how I thought that that's how all it was always going to be, which is why I appreciated you like reading these oh, Tinder gosh. responses. Cause yeah. I was I'll fucking
2: probably up read some of them response. again.
1: It's so it
0: fucking so funny. Awful. They are very funny. Um, so I, I noticed that you're, um, going to be performing at the moon tower, uh, festival. That's pretty cool. Is that your first time doing it?
2: Um, so last year I was booked to do it and that, that's a flight that never took off. Oh so no. We, other comics were on a plane and it had already gotten delayed and then it got delayed again. And then they were having some problem where they're like, we need to pick a different traffic pattern because there's really bad weather. Oh. And they said they got it approved and they had to still wait. And they were like, well, the problem now is that the crew's been working since early this morning. And we're like hit, we're going to hit a time where we can't work anymore. So we're going to have to go back to the airport. And we just, they delayed it till about eight o'clock and then they just canceled it.
0: Oh man. So I didn't get
2: to go last year. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be fun this year and I'll get to go.
0: Well, it's in April, right? So it's, um, I can't remember the exact date, but it's like April 20 something or, you know, it's like, or is it early April? 21st
2: to the 23rd.
0: Yeah. Like, That's got to be fun though. Like, you know, I, like one thing that I haven't gotten a chance to go experience, but I definitely want to is uh skank fest because
2: I was just going to say that you guys would love Skankfest. fest. I went yeah. last year, really fun. And it's very well organized too. There's yeah. like stuff all day long. And I think the fans really had a good time.
0: Yeah. And they, and from what everyone says is like, cause again, those fans get a pretty bad rap, but they're like the best comedy fans. They're like they're the nicest really, people. Yeah.
2: They're the nicest people. Yeah. Um, very respectful. I do think a lot of them are podcast fans, and they like stand up, but not necessarily they love stand. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. they're there for podcasts. Right. They're still fun um, audience members, and they enjoy the shows. But I think they are there really for the podcasts. Yeah. And that was the last time I saw uh, Bob Saget. He went up at oh, one of yeah. the shows. After me. Did
0: they ever find out what happened to him? They say a heart attack or something like that.
2: I haven't heard anything, so I have no idea. But I yeah, don't know if sucks. he like a. I don't know what his like. If he did drugs or anything, he doesn't seem like he would. But who knows?
0: Yeah, who knows? And you never know what those like. It's always like those things are a mystery when people are just mysteriously found dead in a hotel room or something like that. But
2: yeah, man, he seems to love stand
0: up though so much. Like you could just call on stage
2: with was having such a good time and it sucks. Yeah.
1: That stinks. Nothing weird has come out. At least not yet. You know. Yeah, I haven't seen anything, anything come
2: out. I was watching, actually, his. they were playing his roast on Comedy Central and so many of the people on the dais were dead.
1: <laughs> it That's was like crazy. Geraldo. Oh, yes.
2: <laughs> uh, the other big one. Me, I don't know if Patrice was on it. Oh, uh, Norm MacDonald was oh, on it.
0: Yeah,
2: He's great on those roasts because he's like not doing any, uh, he's not doing anything that like is nearly roasting people. He's kind of being like tongue-in-cheek, but it's so funny the people that like, get it. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's always so funny. He's like one of my favorite
0: comics. Yeah, he's he is very funny. I can't remember there was we were talking. Who were we talking to about Norm Macdonald? We were just talking to somebody about him. It was another comedian. We were talking about the uh, the the was it the moth joke that he did on like it was uh, it was it was like really really like what people would consider to be like a painfully long setup. For it was just on Conan, a, no, he did it on, it was Conan. on Conan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it was very funny, and like it, but the the punchline was just like ah, <laughs> like but that was kind of some of the stuff that Norman did. It was the great, movie, the best.
1: Yeah. Um, the the skankfest. The, the reason that the Skank Fest is so great because it's like it's like the it's like the comedy version of the gathering of the juggalos. It's like you know, it's yeah. like all these people, th- these comedians that are misunderstood, but are like great and their fans are misunderstood, but they're great. Like, you always get dragged into shit, um, but, like, they're the best, the funniest comedians and, like, the best fans.
2: Well, it's funny, too. That's the weekend that Travis Scott had those
0: people, like, get killed. Oh, oh Jesus that's right. Christ.
1: That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: They're
2: yeah. Coming, like I can't believe people died there and nobody died here, like, joking around. <laughs>
0: uh, guess, guess what, Travis? You didn't have Christine Evans and Louis J. Gomez running the show, getting this shit organized. Yeah. like for for as much yeah, shit as people give job. Lewis, uh, the guy is a really good businessman. It's 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 amazing. Yeah,
2: he loves comedy and he treats comics well. And it was a great festival. I think they're doing it this year in Vegas.
0: That's what I heard. They're doing. Uh, I guess that'll be Skankfest West. Uh, since that so. last one was Skank Skankfest South. Yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, it was interesting because like in getting prepared for for interviews with anybody, I like to like just get some like I some idea of their background and stuff like that. So I Googled you and I got like, first of all, the top line, it says a Adrian Apolucci, musician. I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure she's a comedian. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm guessing you're not a musician, you're musician, no music out there. No, no. but that is fine. Um, so there was a couple of things that it said that I wanted to see if it's true or not. Through the magic of Google, I'm trying to see if this is right. So is it true that your mom was a comedian? Uh, Yes. Oh, she was. Okay. That's cool. So you still
2: is. I don't know. Um she's not like going on the road like me and stuff like that, but she's still doing stand up. I think she's actually going to move to Florida which might be better for her. Um oh. so
0: yeah, she's still doing stand up. Well, there you go. So that's true. That was right. Okay. All right. The next one was uh you worked at a law firm in New Rochelle and you had aspirations of being an attorney.
2: Um. True. I did work at a law firm. They were actually very cool with my comedy schedule. They would like let me come in late and leave early and stuff. Um. And I did want to go to law school, but I started doing stand up instead.
0: Yeah. Passing the bar is hard. I was going to be a lawyer too, and I was like, I actually, I had the opposite experience. I was working for a class action firm in uh, Center City, Philadelphia, and they legitimately were the most vile human beings I had ever met to that point in my life. Horrible, horrible people. They were just like, who can okay. we sue today? They were like, uh, they literally. Class action attorneys, just monsters. I remember the one of the partners. I was like, because I was a grunt, I was like a paralegal, and like you know, just doing. and I was like walking around, and this dude literally bumped into me, and like all the mail that I had and stuff in my hands just like just dropped all over the place. He just stepped on me and stepped on the mail, and just kept on walking. Didn't say anything. I'm like, I have to get the fuck out of here.
2: Was that a guy was, in your office?
0: He was the partner of the firm. <laughs> I was, that was like, geez. I was like, I this guy's a piece of shit. So, uh, really? needless needless to say, I didn't d- decide to go to law school after that. That was part of it. And then, I do you remember? Good.
2: Oh no! To say, I do you remember? I think when Sandy Hook happened, it was just me and my female boss, mm-hmm. and we just kind of watched that that loop all day. Yeah. I just thought, you know, something like you're very interested in it to get out of work. We're just like watching the same thing over and over again.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, uh, I don't know if it was cool, but it's a good way to wait. Well, to I find. mean, Sandy Hook wasn't cool. Let me take that back. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, man, Sandy I'm not going to let that go. Uh, Sandy Hook was not cool. But I think that's the opposite. It was, <laughs> it was
2: nah. cool to be able to watch like the stuff in the office where. Yeah. Kind um, of reminds me of 9
0: 11. Yeah. Also not bit. cool. Also not cool, but, you know, I do jokes about both. Of course. Yeah, you you do have a very funny joke about (laughs) St. Huck. All right, one last one. Is it true both your dog and your car have more impressive credits than you?
2: My dog and what, my car? Oh, uh, I don't think I have that car anymore, but my boxer was like an extra in the Sopranos. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Dogs are extra in the Sopranos.
2: That's more impressive. Um, yeah, because my mom would do background work, and then sometimes they needed dogs or cars, so she bought her. I think she had paid 35 bucks, Right. Which is not a lot of work for a dog to be sitting around all day.
0: Yeah. Um, so do you, have to, will you get to be on set when your dog's there, or like, do they just take your dog and bring it back later? What, what mom, happens there?
2: My mom was on set with her, and I think my mom was the one that just kind of walked her. And then, yeah, you, you don't leave the dog with other people.
0: Yeah. Well, so Appalucci is obviously an Italian name, so they needed Italian extras in the, so your mom made the cut. Pretty sweet. I guess, but my mom had
2: a different last name, but also Italian. So. Right. When my stepdad di- died, I told her she couldn't go back to Appalucci because I didn't want to, he- I didn't want her to try and like use my name in comedy.
0: Yeah. So, do you think, that, I was do like, you think yeah, that she would have tried that? Dad, she would try to pull that?
2: possibly but she also likes telling people like oh do you know my daughter And i'm like can you stop doing that That's <laughs> kind like, of yeah,
1: yeah you don't want that um so you said you're going to europe are you doing that just just to visit a friend or are you going to be doing any gigs
2: i don't have any friends
1: in europe <laughs> oh, no <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i would definitely never go visit anyone in europe during like whatever this dumb pandemic now i'm supposed to be opening for uh louis
0: ck there oh, oh wow yeah. that's awesome
2: yeah i'm excited for it i have to just my uh passport expired during the pandemic and i was like well i don't need to get it done so now i'm gonna try i have to try and get that in a couple of weeks so we'll see yeah did you have a one and it's calmed down a bit since last year but hopefully i get to do
0: it where, where in awesome. europe where, where where exactly in Europe?
2: Um, so there's two legs of the tour. Uh, the first part is uh, Tel Aviv, which I know is not in Europe. But then there's Berlin. I mean, there's a whole bunch of places: Portugal, um, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Might that's be the cool. second part, but yeah, it's a bunch of different places I've never been to.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Like it to go besides going to open for Louis C.K., which is cool on its own go be able to travel and see places you've never been there before. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. I mean, his crowds are great. Yeah. Um, cause I've opened for a bunch of different people and like his crowds are just like there to laugh. They're not there to be offended and they're pretty smart people. Um, are crowds really fun too. Yeah. Um, I've opened for Patton a couple of times, Oswald, and I'll get like a lot of people that are very cool. And then this one guy was like, I couldn't believe I had to sit through your set to get through Patton." And I'm like, oh, in a cozy, <sighs> convenient, comfortable seat in a theater. Shut up.
0: Well, I don't understand why people you do offended that. offended my I ears. I don't want your fucking opinion. Like, seriously, if, if you're coming like, if you didn't like it, then then fine, stuff it. Like, I don't yeah, need to hear it.
2: 50, it's 15 minutes. You're right. Like, I couldn't believe I had to do your garbage. I'm like, dude, whatever.
0: I don't. I don't think I should have to sift through your garbage right now. Like, leave, go away. I don't want your opinion. It's not like you're going to have some kind of aha move and be like, oh, you know what? You're right. I'm going to change my ways. I'm going to do a completely different act <laughs> I now.
2: I think he Fuck just yourself. wanted to be known that he was not. He did not like my set. But most of the time, most of the people that have res- like ever written to me have been really nice. So it's just like you know, there's
0: always a couple of people that are dicks. But of course, whatever. yeah. There's the lots of dicks in the world. I, I hate most people. Um, so. Uh, what else is the answer? basis of our podcast? Yeah. Hating people or hating things or both?
1: <laughs> both.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, Hey, I know that, uh, you had a hard stop at seven o'clock. So I want to keep you too, too long. Um, and uh, I do want to make sure that we promote it properly because we have a lot of fans in this area that would love to go see Adrian Appaloochee. In fact, we, when we brought, we brought a whole gaggle of people to go see you and Sarah. So I'm sure those people would go, love to go uh, see okay. you again. And uh yeah, it was it and we, everyone had again, because Soul is awesome. You guys are fantastic comics. Um, you know, everyone had a really good time. So um everyone, please, 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 go if well, I mean, unless I release this in the next like 15 minutes, they're not gonna be able to go see you in Oklahoma. So go see <laughs> <laughs> go see Adrian at uh at Soul Joe's on the twenty-ninth, Saturday. January the 29th um go go download her album Baby Skeletons which is very funny. I just listened to it again uh this week and it's it's hysterical. And uh go watch The Degenerates uh season 2 and go watch her set cuz uh she was extremely funny there too. And uh uh I think I speak for both of us uh guys. Thank you for coming in and finally being on our podcast. So I I'm
2: very sorry that I didn't get on fuck her face. Away. Not it's your fault. It's been a couple of rough
1: months. No, that's that's okay. Oh uh, good. I just I just like busting Chris's balls. So Yeah, you just, you, just you, 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 you made my day. That's all. Yeah, that no, no, I
2: think you didn't agree, but
0: nothing personal. I promise you that. No, no,
1: I hope not. I got it. what we we have what we had? Oh done. no, I want it to be Psych. personal. Please I know. not was like, like it was. Like, <laughs> like
0: sight unseen. Look, I don't like your fucking to you. face. She met you
1: looked at your emails all the time. <laughs> I didn't though. I was very I, very, very, very I know. Happy. I'm just, I'm just, that's what I want. So I Let know what's have. what you
0: want. Cause you're a dick. <laughs> I hope the baby shits on you in like the next five minutes. I'm
1: sure that's going to happen. Uh, I hope oh, to God. Glad you
2: didn't to go to space.
1: Yeah. Uh, fuck yeah, you.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> My astronaut dreams are dashed. That's uh, all right.
0: Thank you all so right. much. Thank you, Adrian. Thank we're, you we're for really having me. Really Thank you. you. Thank
1: you.